right, welcome back to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast. We got breaking news here, except it's not so breaking when you're listening to it, but it's breaking news for us still in the remaining last few hours. We're recording this at 7 o'clock on Tuesday night. We already posted our initial reactions to the Daniel Jones contract and Saquon Barkley um, franchise tag in a YouTube video earlier. It's also on TikTok. It's on all of our social media. So just check that there if you want initial reactions. But here we are. We got a little more of the news, or, or basically we have the contract details of Daniel Jones's deal done. We also have what this means with Saquon Barkley's tag and with the money spent this year on Jones's contract, what that means for the Giants looking towards the draft, but more importantly, looking towards free agency, which only starts in about a week and change. Um, I don't know if you can tell or not, but I definitely can from how I'm talking right now. Um, I got my wisdom teeth out two days ago, yesterday, well, yesterday. Um, and yeah, Alex stepped in, did a great job here. If you haven't listened already to his scouting combine recap, definitely check that out. I've been posting clips as well on the YouTube shorts and TikTok there. If you want to see specific players, uh, you know, as time has gone by and I still have more to go through. He left me with a lot of content for our kind of social media area of things. So appreciate you for that, Alex. Thanks for stepping in. And, um, I'm still going to have my co-hosts and my friend do the majority of talking for today because, well, I'm like Michael Jordan in his flu game right now. Uh, a day after the wisdom teeth is still not enough to do a full episode of talking, but I think I'm I'm think I'm going to be able to make it through. Um, but yeah, that that's about it, Alex. I mean, all I got to say here is the commitment is absolutely unreal. I mean, like I said, wisdom insane teeth insane commitment under anesthesia uh, yesterday around 1:15 p.m. and now we're here 30 hours later, something like that. And we're on the podcast talking about Giants football and Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley staying with this team. So it's absolutely unbelievable commitment by me. But Insane. Again, I thank you for uh, using your solo powers and doing that solo effort on the episode yesterday. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Uh, you know, it's kind of, I still don't really know what to think specifically of this contract. Because yes, we got the deals. Uh, we got more of the details. Obviously, we don't have the exact cap hits for each and every year, but we do have it for 2023, which we'll get into in a second. But I mean, the basis of things is four years, 160 million Saquon Barkley on the tag, right? That that's the, uh, the basic thing. If you just want to hear two sentences, that is it. But, uh, you know, we saw with the Derek Carr contract, we saw with the Geno Smith contract, you got to look a little bit deeper into these, into these numbers to really understand what they mean, um, in terms of what these guys are actually going to get, right? Because, Besides the guaranteed money, a lot of it, you know, who knows if it's in their last year and their cap hits 50 million, but none of it's guaranteed, you know, they, they could get cut that year. So who knows? But we do have some more details regarding that. Overall, my initial impressions, I mean, you'll hear if you watch the uh, our initial reaction video, I think this was a slight overpay. I don't think Daniel Jones is worth 40 million a year, but I am happy that Saquon Barkley is on the tag. Don't really want to pay him any more than $12.5 million a year. That's been my cutoff point, and I think that's almost a generous cutoff point uh, considering the value of the running back position. Despite Saquon Barkley's talent, the running back position just isn't that valuable. And uh, I think overall, if he could play on the tag somehow, I don't think he's going to play on the tag. We'll get to that a little bit after Daniel Jones' discussions, but um, I think he will probably need an extension to keep him happy um, and, you know, staying locked in here with the Giants. Yeah, and I mean, while we're recording this again on uh, Tuesday night, you have a guy like, or I think it's run by a single person, Big Blue United, 
Alex, I'm sure you're familiar with his Twitter account. It's followed by much of Giants uh, Twitter. Uh, gives gives them the news that they need. And um, th- this person tweeted out, hard to take most people on Twitter seriously when the actual numbers on Damian Jones' deal still haven't been released. We still don't know the full details of the year-over-year cap hits, incentives, out clause, etc. And yet most have already made a decision on the deal. So, of course, I'm sure we'll record this. Alex will edit this. 10.30 p.m. tonight when it's already set and uploaded for tomorrow morning. We'll get all that news out, and it's going to be so, so wonderful. That's that's sarcasm for you. When but. that uh, news does come out, I will add it in because I won't edit till later tonight to make sure that we get all the information. Um, so I will. Hope we I, don't I, edit, I will, honestly. Hopefully, but if worst case, I will be popping in uh, in my tired editing voice to uh, give some more info and a little bit more thoughts oh, on that. Please, stuff. God, no, that would, that would <laughs> suck. I hope all that news comes out tomorrow. Then we can re- do another separate YouTube video on that. Get some more content out there. Beautiful. Um, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Please, New York Giants, do that. Would really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, looking at this deal, Alex. We're not really talking about how much Daniel Jones is getting paid this year, right? It's looking towards the future. And the two years, the $80 million is what we're looking at with the opt-out after that year. You're not thinking for this upcoming year. You're thinking if he does really well next year, then we could be quote-unquote underpaying him in that second year of the contract by paying him $40 million. You understand what I'm saying by that? If, he gets, if he's an all-pro next year and he's throwing touchdown after touchdown, hitting wide receivers that hopefully we draft or sign in free agency, that it's not just the... Isaiah Hodgins uh, and Wanda Robinson, as much as I love those two guys, uh, we, you know, we kind of need another wide receiver in there. Darius Slayton, we'll have to see if he gets re-signed. Who knows? But uh, if Daniel Jones has an all-pro year next year, then you're like, damn, we're only paying him $40 million. It's a good thing we signed him to that deal now. We knew what was going to happen here. It was between athletes first, Daniel Jones' agents, and the Giants' front office to see who was going to win the deal. We know that the quarterback is the most highly valued position in the NFL. And we know that quarterbacks want money. So it was either we franchise tag Daniel Jones and we lost Saquon Barkley. The Giants didn't want that. Daniel Jones didn't want to get tagged. Saquon Barkley didn't want to leave the Giants. We know that. So what did they do? They were able to get a deal done for however much, however many little it is. Again, we don't know the exact direct cap hits, uh, but we do know the deal in the figure wise of four years, $160 million with a 40 mil a uh, 40 million AAV. With the thirty-five million dollars more in incentives, incentives, excuse me, the ninety-four mil guaranteed totals, and we do also there's more to that. And I can let Alex go through the numbers. I'm sure he loves doing that, so I'll I'll leave the rest for him. And then we know the Saquon Barkley tag is, whoa, I'm struggling here. Is directly ten point one million dollars. Uh, that's how much the tag is worth. And I think in a little bit, Alex, we can get to uh, what Alex Wilson of his Empire Sports Media tweet had to say about what's left with the New York Giants cap for free agency and the draft after that. But I think that'll be the last thing we talk about. We still got to break down the contracts more. So I'll send it back to you for the Jones contract and the numbers that I didn't mention uh, when, when, you know, relation to that. Yeah, I mean, I'll repeat some of the numbers you said as well because it kind of all ties in together. So with four years, 160, obviously divide that, divide 160 by four, you get 40 million average a year. Um, there is the potential for $35 million in addition to that $160 million in incentives. So hypothetically, if he plays all four years on this contract and he hits every single incentive, which I assume is like winning the Super Bowl, et cetera, who knows, you know, making it to the conference championship, we don't know those incentives yet. So what we don't know right now are what those incentives are, and we don't know uh, what the cap hits for years two, three, and four are. Um, so that is... Uh, I guess 
the the um the thing there we can kind of guess for year two i'll talk about that in a minute when we get to the 2023 cap hit um he has 94 million guaranteed total uh it's 82 million guaranteed over the first two years and then an additional 12 million in his third year um and his 2023 cap hit will be 19 million so this is where i'm looking at it right if his cap hit is 19 million in 2023 and he's getting 82 million over the first two years 82 minus 19 that's 63 million dollars is this cap hit going to be 63 million dollars in 2024 i kind of find that hard to imagine but maybe it's possible that's again another detail we haven't really got yet but based on the information we have now that is what it looks like uh, if you look at the math but then again who knows um you know but again like i said hypothetically four years 195 million if he gets all those incentives 160 plus one uh plus 35 195 and that would come out to almost 49 million a year if all the incentives are met like i said though i can't imagine that those incentives are going to be easy to achieve um but jones once again he's the first or i haven't even said this so not once again is the first qb uh with his fifth year option that was declined obviously last offseason by the giants to sign then a new deal with his current team uh he's the first um and probably will be one of the few uh who does that not a lot of quarterbacks can kind of go from uh in the doghouse to getting 40 million a year like daniel jones certainly interesting and then i kind of want to talk a little bit about some similar deals in this ballpark dak prescott got a nearly identical deal uh, at four years 160 matt stafford four years 160 uh, with the rams Saints obviously just gave Derek Carr four years and 150. Um, Seahawks just gave Geno Smith three years, 105. Obviously, each of these uh, contracts have different structures, so that does need to be taken into account. Just like Daniel Jones's, uh, you know, contract can't just be based off the four years, 160. Not that it really matters now, Alex, but do we talk about what this fifth year option, like if we like it now, looking back on it, do we still agree that the Giants? made the right decision not picking it up i mean we... in hindsight right hindsight's 2020 of course you should have picked up the fifth year option but at the time it was 100 percent the right decision and i would if i went back a million times over i would do it a million times i think that that was the right decision at the time before this season daniel Jones just wasn't showing it um and to be honest the why so many people are saying he's overpaid is because he really only had this one good season um, if you want to say it that way, for a lot of people looking from the outside in, uh, they're saying this is a crazy overpay, $40 million for one year, had a pretty decent year, but didn't even get that many touchdowns, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones only 315 touchdowns, what the heck, he's getting $40 million a year, while Lamar Jackson can't get something done with the Ravens, that's crazy. Um, and I think that that's something that uh, you know a lot of critics are saying, but then again, you have to talk about the fact Daniel Jones didn't have a lot of weapons. He still brought the Giants to their farthest playoff run in, you know, 10 years, 12 years, whatever it is now at this point. 10, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, so <laughs> I think you uh, you got to take those things into account as well. Yeah, and uh, Saquon Barkley kind of expressed his opinion on the matter. Obviously, his boy, Daniel Jones, that he's been with ever since he's gotten drafted to the team, and they've both been drafted. Basically, they've been together for most of that point. And 
Um, so he congratulated Jones on Twitter by saying, like, congrats, my brother, or something like that. Um, obviously, they're still going to be reunited on this team for at least a year or more. So let's go to that now, Alex. So Saquon Barkley, again, the $10.1 million franchise tag assessed on him. I know you came on talking about it. If you know, Even though Saquon Barkley doesn't like it, he kind of doesn't have a choice. He can continuously get franchise tagged till the end of his career if he wanted to really be in New York. Uh, and New York really wanted him. However, what are your thoughts on the possibility of Saquon Barkley getting a future contract more than just this franchise tag before the season begins next fall? Is it possible? If it is, percentage-wise of how possible it is, ready? This is the multi-bar question, right? So is it possible? No, you're already shaking your head. So actually, let's go through this one by one instead of confusing our listeners and you. And you. Uh, I'm going to ask you the first question. Do you think it is possible that Saquon Barkley gets a contract extension before this fall? Just yes or no, and then you can explain later. Yes, it's possible. Okay. So, part one done. How possible, on a scale from 1 to 10, or you could say up to 100%, is that possibility that a contract is done before this fall? I think it's about a 60% chance that it gets done before the fall. Maybe higher, 70 maybe. All right, so we're going 60 to 70% chance that Saquon Barkley gets a deal done. So, yes, there's a possibility he gets a deal done before the fall for an extension. Yes. 60 to 70% chance. My third and final question in that one question overall, how many years do the Giants give Saquon Barkley and an extension before this fall of the 2023 NFL season? I can't imagine it's more than three. I, I, think, it, I think it would be three. I have gone step-by-step step in this process, basically saying the same thing that you have, besides the fact that I think it's closer to a 90% chance that Saquon Barkley gets an extension by the fall. And I'll get clowned on Twitter from you on this fair. podcast. I went step for step. I think it's possible, but I am very, very high on Saquon Barkley getting an extension now that he's already on the franchise tag. Because if we're signing Jones to this four-year deal, I know the two years and then maybe we get him out of here if it's not good. But he's definitely locked in for two. So if we have our franchise QB locked in for two. We now have you know, franchise tag or running back. Why wouldn't he want to stay here for longer? So I think it's a really, really high 90% plus possibility that we get Saquon Barkley even locked up for a long period of time. Obviously, we'll have to see how free agency goes. I think that's probably the last thing on the Giants' mind right now because they got to focus on free agency in the next week or so. And then past that point, the NFL draft, which they do hold a first-round pick there and a good amount of picks in this draft. Then maybe training camp summer-wise, June, we talk to Saquon Barkley, see what he wants to do, and give him a future contract with this team, which is what he wants. And I know when the Giants were holding talks with him throughout the bye week this past year and throughout the early points of this offseason, obviously we, we know that Daniel Jones is the top priority. Now that Daniel Jones is locked up, he's not the top priority anymore. Now the Giants and Saquon Barkley's agents can all focus on Saquon Barkley. However, Barkley might have said in his end-of-season press conference that I'm not looking for that much money. That's a, that's a, that's a, the reason agents exist in the NFL because they're looking for the money. The player might just want to stay with his team. He doesn't care how much he's getting, which, by the way, is probably total BS. But Saquon Barkley is going to want money whether he says he does or not. It's not going to be no prove-it deal. He wants what Christian McCaffrey got a couple of years ago and he wants it now. He doesn't want to keep being franchise tag for the rest of his career as much as Alex and I would love to do that for him. 
or to him, I should say, because he doesn't have a choice. Um, but Saquon Barkley is going to want money and a lot of it. So that's definitely going to come into account with this deal. It really seemed like Joe Shannon and his front office did not budge. I mean, Alex, it came down to 357 when the franchise tag deadline was 4 p.m. for at least the, the deal to become public, which you assume means, or you know it means, because Athletes First and the Giants were communicating throughout the scouting combine. They didn't come up with a deal that Daniel Jones's agents left Indianapolis without a deal in place. The Giants talked to them for days. They had them leave Indianapolis without a deal, come back to New Jersey on the day of the franchise tag deadline, and get something done. So I don't think Joe Shannon's front office budged. But I think this they, they got it to the lowest point that they could have without losing Saquon Barkley to free agency. So how lenient are they going to be if they want to re-sign Saquon Barkley to a large deal. I haven't talked for a few minutes now. I'll uh, I'll stop now. I'll let you go. Let you respond. Uh, I think Saquon Barkley, he's going to want a new deal. Right now, I'd say it's probably about anywhere from 60 to 90% chance that he gets a new deal. I think it's unlikely he plays on the tag. I think it's possible. Um, I, I even have written down here, is it possible he gets traded? I really, really doubt it. Uh, unless their contract negotiations don't go well, then it is possible, right? Let's say Saquon's and his you know representation are stuck at that fifteen million a year mark, and Joe Shane's not willing to budge over twelve and a half like I am. Then maybe it is a scenario where they're like, okay, we'll just try to get the most we can for him here, um, you know, in a trade and trade him to you know a contender here, and maybe uh, get a get a good pick back don't value the running back position that highly, maybe draft one in the later rounds, and there you go. So I think that's going to be interesting. I think a good tell on what the Saquon Barkley situation is going to be like going forward is what the Giants elect to do in the draft, right? Do they draft a running back in the second or third round? Do they draft a running back in the fourth, fifth, sixth round? I think that would be a bigger tell as well. Maybe not as much as it usually would be with a, you know, not a strong running back class. Obviously, this running back class is really, really strong in the draft, but I think that's going to be interesting for Saquon. But I can only imagine, right, Saquon Barkley must be frustrated here because he was the number two guy. Um, Even though Saquon Barkley is a better player than Daniel Jones, he plays a less important position, unfortunately, for him. So it must be frustrating to see Daniel Jones getting paid all this money just for you to be franchise tagged. Um, you know, at $10 million a year. So I, I certainly think that could bring some tension in there for Saquon, but I think he's a professional. And I think because of this, because, you know, they feel like, you know, Saquon, how he might feel, I think the Giants are going to want uh, to make him happy as one of these leaders of the team, keep him around. I think they're going to give him an extension. I think there's, it's going to be three years, something like 38 million, something like that. Um, you know, 13, 14 million a year. I won't be happy about it, but no one's asking me, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so for some players in the NFL, this kind of contract noise and stuff can get to their head. This was the exact same situation that Saquon was going through last year, and it didn't seem to affect him much. Now, he was a good runner. He wasn't a great running back in the NFL. He was a good running back in the NFL. He won the, the whatever the Walter Payton Man of the Year award from the Giants, and he did put up a good amount of numbers, but that was also because if you remember, the Giants didn't have many wide receivers, so it was a run-first offense under Brian Dable and Mike Kafka. So, Barkley last year kept his head down, and he played as 
I think as best as he could in the system that he was in for the first half of the season. Second half, it kind of trailed off a little bit because we started passing the ball. But it was the same thing last year, and it didn't seem to get to his head. So if we really went through the season again without giving him a contract extension, I wouldn't be that worried. And Alex, I think you could agree there. Um, like you said, Saquon Barkley, a very good player in the NFL when he's healthy, a very good guy off the field, a very good leader for this team. And like we said before this, when the you know the news was spiraling around about what are the Giants going to do about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley before today, we said that, yeah, well, Saquon's kind of the fan to the face of the franchise. He's on all their ads and around the stadium and blah, 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 blah on the merch, most jersey sales. They're going to want to keep him around. So they're able to do that for another year, and we'll see where it goes from there. But the big news of this episode was Daniel Jones, four years, $160 million. Hopefully, we pray that the news of the specific stats with that and of the contract details do not get released when we're recording this episode tonight. Please, Giants, very much appreciate that so we can do it in a separate episode. Please. Uh, and say Clum Barkley, because of that, the Daniel Jones new contract gets the franchise tag. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Giant Take Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Um, you can also go to Ship It Studios slash The Giant Take to find a bunch of places to listen. We're on social media, Twitter and TikTok, The Giant Take Pod. And Instagram and Facebook, The Giant Take Podcast. Alex on Twitter at Anorin23. I'm on Twitter at Joshua29. And I think that's basically everything. Alex, did I mess up something there? You made like a little face. Did I say the same thing? I think you said you missed the dot com part of Ship It Studios. Ship It Studios dot com slash the giant take. In case case anyone's living under a rock and doesn't know how the internet works. Or you can also um, go to the podcast notes and check out everything I said, including more there. True. Uh, Hopefully when we record our next episode, I'm at 100%. My... Mouth hurts every single time I say a word. So without further ado, I'm going to give it to my friend and co-host Alex to wrap this one up. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Big relief, I know, for a lot of Giants fans. I know some of you may be unhappy. Some of you uh, may be really happy. Um, I guess I'm somewhere in between. I think Josh is probably somewhere in there as well. Um, But, you know, it's exciting times here, exciting offseason coming up. And uh, to those who are, you know, not so happy, just make sure to trust the process as lots of people say and uh, hopefully this team gets a lot better this offseason peace Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, 
fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.